Hello and welcome to another episode of Grow Like a Pro on 610 WTVN, a show all about learning how to achieve your goals and dreams as a business owner or someone just looking to find some success in their life. I'm one of your hosts, Adam Bankers, alongside my beautiful co-host, Ron Greenbaum. How you doing, Ron? Well, I'm doing great and I'm glad you used the word beautiful. I'm, <laughs> he fe- paid I'm me- feeling really beautiful. He paid me $100 a hundred dollars to say that. But the reality is, we have a beautiful guest today. This is true. I'm super excited to welcome Mindy Dreyer, the co-host of What Matters and former TV personality and current author and all-around awesome person. Mindy, welcome to the show. You guys are so nice. You know, I've called <laughs> a lot of things these days. Beautiful isn't so much one of them anymore. But thanks, <laughs> I appreciate well, that. <laughs> well, you know, I guess you gave that crown to your daughter, from what I hear. Yes, she's definitely wearing the crown these days. You know, she was just nominated and and voted as the homecoming queen for Bishop Hartley High School. And I was really excited for her. I was super exciting that the school actually because a lot of homecoming events were canceled because of COVID. And I was really glad that the, the school was able to find a way to socially distance and yet elect a homecoming court and then you know, congratulations to my daughter. And I was very, very happy for her. She's a wholesome good girl, so very happy. Oh, that is super exciting. And was she uh, able to, so there was an actual like event, socially distance event and all that kind of stuff? They didn't have a dance, but what they did, and I thought it was really cool because they want to make sure that these seniors don't miss out on as many things as possible. So they had a big dinner at the, at the high school, catered in and everything, and for any senior who wanted to be there. So they had these games and prizes. A lot of parents donated either gift cards or TVs, things like that, that they could win. And they played games, ate dinner, and just, they were able to hang out together. And then the moment came where they were able to have the entire court up on stage and then announce the 2020 king and the 2020 queen. The only bad thing about it, guys, I couldn't be there because they didn't allow any parents in there. So here's my daughter, Kami Jo Cordacracks, getting crowned the 2020 homecoming queen, and I didn't get to see it. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, but that's okay. My husband works at Hartley, and he had to be one of the chaperones, so he was able to be there and, and took video and stuff. So, Well, that's, uh, that's better, at least. You got something on there, but uh, that is the world we're in. It is the world we're in, and I can't say it's better because you should see my husband's videography skills. Not very good. <laughs> Probably a lot like mine. My- <laughs> Yeah, right. Well, it's, well it's, it sounds like she has a great role model in you, Mindy. And I'd, I'd like to kind of just start with what exactly is what matters for people who are unfamiliar with it? You know what? It will be three years on the air this coming March that Michaela Hunt and I have started this show. And it is such a fun, uplifting show. It is exactly what it's called, What Matters with Mindy and Michaela. And we started doing this because... We realized after being in the news business for so long, so much of what we see on local news is depressing. It's bad news. And we thought, you know what? We get tired of always delivering the negativity. We want to give something. We want to give people something to look forward to, some positive stories, interview people who are doing great things in our community. And that's what it is. It's, it's what matters to us, Michaela and myself, but it really is what matters to all of you, all of the people who tune in and just want to take a break from the everyday pressures and stress of life. And that's all. And where, where, where is the show live? 
It is on 610 WTVN, just like your show. Hey, you hey. guys are on Saturdays, and we are on Sundays from 4 to 6. And then, of course, they take the show like you guys, and they create a podcast as well. Very nice. And, yeah, I think Ron was on the show, right? And my wife, Betsy, was on it. So there's a lot of familiarity here. Hey, I'm a, I'm a regular. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah, I'm on. Ron's uh, actually a huge part of the show. Ron, they are our title sponsor, The Basement Doctor. And, I, you know, every time Ron's on, I love giving him credit for because I don't think, I really don't think people realize how giving to the community Ron is. He is one of the most generous business owners in the entire state of Ohio, if not the Midwest and the country. We're just fortunate enough that he has invested an interest into what matters. So, Ron, we appreciate that so much. Well, you know what? I, after listening to it a couple you know, times, I thought, this is a great show, and I, I wanted to do anything I could to, uh, to help and get the word out because, you know, people need to understand it. It's, it's, you, you've got, you and Michaela, you know, you've been in this – Central Ohio market. You're part of the fabric of the community, just like I think um, I am, and you know my family. And I, I think that th that really makes a difference because you can tell it's, it's, there's an emotional grip there, and uh, it's it's just a great show. And I'm I'm just thankful to be involved. Well, we appreciate it. That's for sure. You know, you guys are our title sponsor. And then the other thing that the Basement Doctor does is they also sponsor every Sunday. We have what's called our good news segment. The show itself is mostly about uplifting great news that we like to share with people. But we specifically have this one segment where Michaela and I find stories. We try to keep them local, but we'll go all around the world. If something is wonderful that's happening, we like to share it with our listeners. So it's called the good news segment. And Ron, you guys sponsor that too. Why did you want to do that part so well as well? Well, you know, again, I, I'm in agreement. I mean, there's so much bad news around. I mean, it, it's, you know, it could, um, it can really affect people. Uh, so you, you really need to, to be, uh, have a positive note on anything you do anymore. You know, we, uh, um, you know, I'm going to be on your show and we're going to talk about how hard it is for business owners and people in general, but business owners keeping the boat afloat and keeping everybody motivated and positive. And uh, there's just so many, there's three or four major things going on all at the same time. And it's really affecting people. And, and we see it at, uh, at my organization and I, I'm sure they see it all over. Yeah, that's uh, it's 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 just so nice to see a little glimmer of hope in all these times because 2020 seems to be the year that just keeps on giving hits. So I'm glad you're putting some positivity back in there, Mindy. So thank you for that. You know, <laughs> when I worked in Youngstown, I learned something from my general manager. His name was Ray Maselli, and it stuck with me all these years because this was years ago when I worked there. But he said, you know, there's there's two ways you really win ratings, and that's anytime you have stories about kids or animals, whether it's good news or bad news, kids and animals will always affect your viewership. And that always stuck with me. And that's one of the things we always try to do too, is we try to find those stories. I am a huge animal lover. And so I try to find some great things that animals, dogs in particular, are doing for their owners or something like that. And he's right. Those really spark interest. Anytime there's any type of a story with a child or an animal, those ratings ping, they really do. 
That's interesting. And you know, speaking of animals, you are also an author with a published book about animals too. So <laughs> why don't you tell us a little bit about Gylo? You know, isn't that crazy? You know, I always thought <laughs> I, I wanted it. to be a writer. And that was part of what you did as a, as a TV news journalist is you write. You write your stories every day, whether you're an anchor or a reporter, you're gathering the information and you're writing. And that's the reporting end of it. When you're anchoring, you read through the scripts before you go on the air and you change the writing to fit your conversation, the way you want to deliver. So writing is just something I've always been passionate about. And I always told myself, I said, you know, I, one day I will write books. I don't know if they'll be children's books, adult books, whatever. I knew I wanted to write. And then it hit me. I thought, you know what? I promised myself that my first book would be about my first love. And that was my very first German Shepherd. Oh, his name was Gilo. And yeah, the relationship we had and the things we went through were incredible. And I didn't really realize it at the time. But then after he passed away, I thought to myself, no one's going to believe some of the things that we went through. And he only lived to be six years old. And it was just crushing to me. But I also realized that there was a specific reason. See, I believe in faith. I believe in destiny. I believe that things happen for a reason. And in my heart of hearts, I knew that there was one particular reason why I had Gilo in that particular time of my life. And again, I didn't realize it until after, until after he was gone. And that's where I knew I'm, I got to tell this story. I got to get this out to people because I want people to, to realize, I know there's a lot of animal lovers out there. And so many times when we lose that animal, we're crushed and we immediately think to ourselves, never again, I am never going to have another dog because it hurts too much. And I don't want people to feel that way because as much as we love those animals and as much as it hurts when they're gone, think of how much we're going to miss out if we never have another animal in our life. If I were to never have another dog, all those dogs who I have had come back into my life after Gilo would have missed out on a great, happy life. And I would have missed out on loving those dogs again, you know? So that was part of the reason why I wrote it. It really wants to, I really want to help people cope with the, the devastation of, of losing a loving pet because it, it hurts so much. But I just want people to know that, you know what, you have to love again because these dogs, they need us. They need us to take care of them. Yeah. You know, obviously it's painful because of how much you love. So it's, there's a reason that the pain's there because there's so many good memories and so many other things to go along with it. So I'm glad once again, you're able to share that story because, you know, it's a thing that pretty much everybody goes through because pets are such a, you know, commonplace in our lives. And, you know, I do kind of want to dig a little bit deeper into that and kind of how you got a book published, because I'm sure there's a lot of writers out there who probably would love to have that same thing, that published thing, seeing their book out on uh, in the world. It's a pretty exciting thing. So we'll discuss that a little bit more on our next segment of Grow Like a Pro on 610 WTVN right after the short break. Hello and welcome back to Grow Like a Pro on 610 WTVN with your hosts Adam Bankhurst and Ron Greenbaum and our special guest Mindy Dreyer, the co-host of What Matters, a former TV personality and a current author and once again all around awesome person. And if you missed our first segment, we were talking a bit to Mindy about her show What Matters and also about her first published book called Gilo. And you know, I'm curious too, because you know, I'm I'm a writer as well for some various websites and other things like that, and always have the aspirations of seeing that published book out in the world. So how did that whole journey start with you? And how did you 
you know, get across the finish line, I guess. What was kind of the, you know, obviously it's probably a long story, but what's the, the shortened version for our listeners of, or people who may have an interest in getting a book published one day? That is a great question. I cannot tell you how many people reached out to me as soon as they heard that I just got Gilo published and they were like, oh my gosh, I always have wanted to write a book. How did you do that? How did you get it published? And I really didn't know at first where to turn to. So I just started Googling different publishing companies nationally. I was trying nationally. I was trying to go as big as I could. And I thought, you know what? This is silly. Why don't I just try here locally? Why don't I look around central Ohio to see if there's a good enough publishing company that would be interested? And I did the same thing. I just did a search and I found this company. It's called Biblio Publishing and it's in Grandview. And they, you have to send them your transcript basically. So you send them your story and they read it and then you wait. And that's the hardest part. Is oh, of wait to see if this is something that they're interested in publishing. And I'll never forget the day that I got that email and they said, we are interested in Gilo. We'd like to publish it. Oh, it was the best feeling in the world because I thought <laughs> this is so cool to get your story published. But then the even better feeling is holding that book after it's all done and it has the cover and it's been published and you get to hold that first copy in your hand. It's kind of like a little baby again, you know, that's because you, you put so much time and effort into creating these words and into the story. And then you're actually holding a copy and then you just hope that other people want to read it. And it, it's, it's sold pretty well. You know, Ron, you got your book published. You know, you know what it's like to have that, that first book held in your hand. Yeah, it was, uh, I hated the picture on the front, but other than that, <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, it was interesting. And, uh, you know, it's amazing the reaction you do get, uh, when you, when you publish something and, uh, you know, I'm, I didn't realize you had published a book. I'm, I'm looking forward to reading it, but, uh, yeah, I, I've done two, a book and a half, I guess. I, I co-wrote, uh, a book called Brandface, and, uh, that's, uh, that's more like a textbook, I guess, of how to, how to uh, brand yourself and your business. But, uh, you know, again, I think a lot of people have a book in them, but they just, as you said, it's just how do you go about doing it? It's, it's good to, to know that, if, you know, you, there are a lot of people that, that can uh, get their uh, thoughts out and, and get it published. Some piece of advice I heard someone tell me one time when I was thinking about this they're like, don't spend a lot of money. If you're spending a lot of money, you're getting ripped off. It's not a good publishing company because that's not the way it works. So I, that was just a tip, you know, don't always look for it. You know, there's always people out there trying to make money off of you. So just be cognizant of, yeah, there's scams out there. So just do a little research, do a little digging. And, and that I was very, very pleased with Biblio Publishing. And now they're, they're publishing my second book. So hopefully that'll be ready in December. Oh my goodness. Can you give us That's a little tease great. of what the next one is? Yeah. Well, the first one's Gilo and it's for, if you love dogs at all, you have to read Gilo. I promise, promise, promise you, you will love the story. I, I know you will. <laughs> this one is all about basketball. So I'm going from dogs to basketball, but it's all about what you know and what you're passionate about. And if anyone ever thinks about writing a book, if you write to something that you really believe in your heart, something you're passionate about, the words will just start flowing. And I was talking to my father-in-law and my husband, Randy, huge basketball family across the entire state of Ohio. My husband's a high school basketball coach at Bishop Hartley. He was coached by his father, Dick Quartercracks at Kaleida High School. 
Well, Dick Cordacrax happens to be the winningest coach in the history of high school basketball in the entire state of Ohio, 890 wins. Oh, that's all? But it's not, it is, it's very <laughs> awesome. But the story, the book isn't just about those wins. It's everything that happened in his life along the journey of coaching high school basketball. The personal journeys, the game side journeys. Some of these games were absolutely incredible. And I can't believe he lasted so long because you know it's such a stressful job coaching that not too many people stay in it for as long as he did to get 890 wins. But nobody, nobody will ever surpass him. Mostly because coaches don't stay in it that long. And it's never because of the players that coaches get out of the game. It's because of the parents. So this is a fascinating story. It's called The King because in Putnam County, that's what he was known as because he won so much. And he just ruled the area, not just on the court, but outside of the court for what he gave to the community and how much he cared about his players. Um, I'm telling you, story after story that's in this book, it has to become a movie. Like I'm, I'm writing this and I'm talking to people. I'm like, this has to, this would be great for Disney. It would be a great Disney movie or any movie. Oh yeah. Everyone loves those, those sports stories and moments of triumph and stuff. And I'm sure there's ups and downs and stuff. That's, I think that's prime for it for sure. Oh, well, exactly. It's, again, it's great to hear these kinds of things because, uh, you know, th- these are things that I, I have no clue about who the winningest coach in Ohio, but, but I'm a sports nut. So that's great to know. And I, I'm looking forward to reading about it. You got to step up your game, Ron. Come on. I think that's why Ron and I get along so well. <laughs> a huge dog lover and he loves sports. I yeah, mean, there Ron, you go. what the heck? Oh, and I the- played with the Harlem Globetrotters, speaking of basketball. Whoa, you did? I never knew that. Five times. Come on. Ask Adam. Yeah, he he actually, he dunked on one of them, I think, if I remember correctly, right? Yeah, right. (laughs) I was going to say, wait, Ron, is that a ladder? (laughs) Yeah, they, they, um, I played at Nationwide Arena and at the shot with them. And uh, it was a lot of fun. In fact, yesterday was funny because I, I literally was unpacking three different uniforms uh, yesterday and uh, going through some things. And I, and I thought that, that was a lot of fun with these guys. What was, the year? What, was the, what was the year you last played with them? I can't believe you did about that. About five years. I probably played with them uh, 2000 to 2000 and uh, what's it, somewhere between like, 2005 and 2015, somewhere. I took a year off. And because uh, I didn't think anybody wanted me to, to see me play anymore, but they, my fans made me come back. And one year I was actually a coach, uh, and one year I was a referee. So I, I was with them for quite a while. When they Ron, came to- that is awesome. I can't believe See, I learned something new about Ron Greenbaum today. I had no idea. Google no, Ron-, Ron Greenbaum and the Harlem Globetrotters. You'll see me playing horse against the six foot nine. Uh, guy named Zeus. That was pretty funny too at Ohio State. Oh, when I when we're done with the show, that's the first thing I'm going to do. I cannot wait to look that up. You know, I don't know if you guys knew this or not, but my husband Randy, he was actually the last one cut from the Lakers back in the day. He played basketball at University of Finley, has like all these records and was an All-American with Scottie Pippen and Dennis Rodman, went on to do a tryout this whole summer league with the Lakers and was the last one cut. But I always tell them to this day, I'm like, you know what, Randy, if you would have made the Lakers, you never would have met me. So Lakers, 
or Mindy? Laker <laughs> or Mindy? <laughs> what is even a question? Come on. <laughs> I won't tell you his response. Yeah. Our, no, that's see, you never know about what what who does what in life. That that's a that's an amazing story too. You want to know something, Ron? You know why that is? And it's a sad thing that people go through these days. I don't think people really take the time to talk to one another anymore, just to have a face-to-face conversation with people. Because I think today's society is so much based on I, 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 taking selfies, and that everyone's so self-absorbed that they don't really take the time to listen to other people's stories. That's what's awesome about your show because you do exactly that. You take the time to listen to other business people, how they have grown their business, where they started, how far they've come. And I honestly think that's what we're missing in society. Everybody's so self-indulgent. Yeah. You know, well, I, 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 can't I, 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 I can't disagree with you. I, I think people are They're. It's all about the me. Yep. Yeah. One of the most, one of the most important things you can do is just listen. I mean, it's like, you know, I think that's also kind of a nice thing that podcasts are so popular now too, because it kind of gives people an excuse where they can't talk back. They could just listen and learn and do all that stuff. So, you know, there, there are some good things out there like grow like a pro and what matters. So it's, it's, it's all full circle. I love it. Um, but yeah, we, (laughs) but yeah, we will, we do have to take a short break right now, but we will be back to talk a bit more about Mindy's TV career and kind of some more awesome conversations. So make sure to stay tuned to Grow Like a Pro on 610 WTVN and we will be right back. Hello and welcome back to Grow Like a Pro on 610 WTVN with your hosts, Adam Bankhurst and Ron Greenbaum, and our special guest, Mindy Dreyer, the co-host of What Matters, former TV personality and a current author and an all-around awesome person. And in the la- if you missed the last couple segments, Mindy's shared some awesome stories about starting a podcast, about becoming an author, getting published, and just sharing you know, all kinds of tips and lessons about life. And a lot, it's just a lot of great trivia, too. Yeah, that so. too. <laughs> you want to learn about Mindy and Ron? You better listen and check back. And we, I do want to remind everyone, if you did miss the show, this will be live as a podcast every Saturday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on all your podcast services. So you can listen to Mindy and all of our other guests. And it's, uh, there's some good stuff to be had in these conversations. And I would like to continue this conversation. Now I can't even talk. This conversation with Mindy and go back a little bit to talk about kind of where everything started. Because you were a, you know, on TV for a long time, I think around 15 years or even longer, something like that, right, Mindy? Yeah, honestly, about He's not that old. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yes, I am. Channel Four. I was there for about twenty years, and then before that, I worked in Youngstown, and before that, I worked in Lima, Ohio, and before that, I got started right out of. I went to Ohio State University, and then I, my first job was in Delaware, Ohio, at a small little cable TV station, WDLR, and AM radio station. And you know, I always wanted to get. I thought it was great. You know, I was there for about fifteen months, but I really wanted to get with an affiliate. It didn't matter if it was ABC, CBS, or NBC. I just knew that if I'm going to make it in this TV world, I had to get with an affiliate. So I did. I landed a job in an NBC affiliate, WLIO in Lima, and then an ABC affiliate in Youngstown, WYTV. But you know what, guys? I always, always wanted to end up in Columbus. You know, most people that get in this business, they have aspirations to go to New York or Chicago or L.A., ESPN for sports, whatever. My goal was always to come home because family is everything to me. 
So that's why, you know, in this business, I never left Ohio. I always, you know, did the borders around Lima and Youngstown, wherever, but always wanted to come home to Columbus. And then I got here and I thought, this is awesome. I never have to make a resume tape again because I don't have to look for any other job. I'm home and I loved it and I couldn't wait to start telling stories of Central Ohio people and places. And it was a really good fit. I had a great time working there. Yeah, that's, and, and so was TV, you know, kind of, was TV thinking, always I, here? I think I, I think I mentioned to you that, you know, I had my start, one of my starts on television at WLIO as well with George every Wednesday. Uh, we talked about home improvements. Yep. Was it the midday show with George Dunster? Yep, it was. He was my boss. I loved George. I loved George. A lot of people didn't like, they just were kind of intimidated by him. Not that they didn't like him, but they were more intimidated because he was an older news director and he cut to the chase. He just told you whether you were good or bad or you wrote this wrong. And, and I learned a lot from he, George. He was kind of like a college professor. He, yeah. He, he, was, uh, he was great. I mean, I was on with him for years. Oh, uh, yeah, that's great. I don't, I think we missed each other up there for some reason, but I was on, and that was a, that's a great uh, station there. Um, I met a lot of people. Lima is a nice city. You know, we still have a, a basement doctor up there, but uh, anyway, uh, back to your career instead of mine. <laughs> yeah, that's so okay they love you back there i was just back for a visit and we brought you up and everybody knows you there ron uh-oh <laughs> everyone knows no, the that's, a, that's a good thing but yeah i do I know especially at the cupie they love me at the oh QP. yeah the cupie i love the, their malts what is that yeah, what is well, I, I went I in there and went for i was up there a couple of years ago and i went in like i had a meeting at about seven in the morning and I went in there at about 6.30 in the morning and they recognized me. I couldn't believe it. because Oh my gosh. Did you hear what Adam said? Adam said, what is Cupy? Do you want to tell <laughs> no. him? Or do you want me to tell no, him? No, you go ahead and tell him since <laughs> you, you probably ain't worth Cupy more than me. So the way I always understood it, and Ron, correct me if I'm wrong, Cupy is really how Wendy's got started. Because yeah. Cupy was the original square burger. Interesting. And instead of a Frosty, they had malts. And yeah, I believe Dave Thomas ripped them off. That, Absolutely. That, that, uh -oh. <laughs> talk about cutting to the chase right yeah, there. Really. Yeah. Yeah. So Wendy's got started because of QP. They're the original Wendy's is what I've always been told. Yeah. Really they, they had the square burger, a, a limited menu. It was uh, really, that's that. I think that did influence them. I'm not going to say a hundred percent, but Are they still around somebody today? probably influenced QP too. Oh yeah, they're still around today. So if you, if anyone drives by Lima, drives through the area, you have to stop at a QP. You will be so glad. <laughs> Interesting. I'm gonna you won't ever get the smell out of your clothes. But yeah. <laughs> no, that's true. <laughs> clothes in your hair, but you gotta go get yeah. a QP burger and see the QP doll. You gotta take the good with the bad. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, it's, uh, but you know what? That's the neat thing about living in different places across Ohio. You know, I never wanted to leave the state in my TV career, but it was really cool to see the different cities that I lived in and, and meet all kinds of different people and seriously, and tell their stories through television. I'm just blessed that I'm able to do that now through the radio. The thing with TV, when you, when you do a TV story, my gosh, you're lucky if it's a minute 20 and it's really hard to tell a good story in that short a time. And now with Michaela and myself on what matters, we get to let people talk for 
an eight to 10 minute segment, which is so much more, it's so much more worthwhile to let them tell their stories and give them the time that they deserve. Yeah, it's, uh, I agree with you. It is I think really it, that's why I like, I, I like radio for that reason as well. So how was, so how was the, what was the decision like to kind of leave TV, TV behind after all those years? You know, I knew I, I had a passion for talking because I'd get in trouble in school all the time because I was always <laughs> a talker. And as we established earlier in the show, I love to write. So I thought, what can I do to combine writing and talking? And then it kind of just hit me. I thought, you know, I'll do this TV thing. And I really did enjoy it. But everything changed the moment I had my son. When my son was born, which was 19 years ago, I knew then, oh my goodness, I can't, I didn't want to, I didn't want to work full time. Um, my mom was always a stay at home mom with me. And I, and I, you don't appreciate it when you're growing up, you know, you don't, you don't keep track of the tears they wipe and the diapers they change and everything that you do as a mom. But later in life, my brother passed away. And the one thing my mom, it, it stuck with me. And sometimes when people tell you things, they just stick with you. And I'll never forget my mom saying that, she could have never spent any more time with her son, my brother Mark, than what she did. So even though he passed away, she had no regrets because she was always home with them. She was always around all of her kids. So I knew deep down that I wanted to be a stay-at-home mom. So I was full-time at Channel 4 up until I became pregnant with my son, Kylan. And then I went to the news director and I said, listen, is it, what do you think if I just do weekend mornings and you know, just work part-time for you? And they were like, Mindy, if that's the best you can give it, we'll, we'll go with it. And I was so thankful. Stan Sanders was the news director at the time. And I was so thankful that he allowed me to do that. And so that, that was basically what we did for so many years is worked with Marshall McPeak, worked with Harrison Hove, worked with Dave Mazza, did the weekend mornings with me for a while, had a really good time bringing news to people but then being a stay-at-home mom. Because I think in any business, and I know you talk to so many business owners on this show, I think in any business, you have to be happy with yourself and your own, your own personality if you're gonna be happy in the business world as well. And I was so happy just working part-time because I was, my business was being a mom and a caretaker of the family. Well, then as time passed, my kids got really active in travel ball. He played baseball, and then my daughter, who was born a year after Kylan, played softball. And so the better they got, the more they started to travel. And I thought, well, we're, you know, you guys know, where, where do they play travel games? On the weekends. That's yeah. when they play. <laughs> so I thought, I can't, I can't do this anymore. You know, my whole, my whole being was to be home with these kids. How am I going to not travel with them? So that's when I had decided, well, I can't really do weekend mornings anymore. And I was going to stay on at the station and just do positive, upbeat stories. And that lasted for a little bit. And then um, they had a new news director that kind of came in from New York and didn't really understand the feel for Columbus and what local people meant to the area. And he basically said, you know, Mindy, I don't think we really need you anymore. So I didn't do the little side, the side stories I was going to do. So that's when we really developed the What Matters show. Yeah, it's a uh, well. It's thankfully you did. Yeah, I know. It's uh, sounds like you're really found a good place now, and are like you said, giving people a chance to really talk about different things. And you know, unfortunately, we do have to take a quick break right now. But we have one more segment with the wonderful Mindy, and we'll be able to talk a little bit more about her career and kind of what she has planned for the future, besides becoming an even more successful author. So make sure to stay tuned. It's a girl like a pro on six ten WTVN, and we will be right back.
Hello and welcome back to Grow Like a Pro on 610 WTVN with your hosts Adam Bankhurst and Ron Greenbaum and our special guest Mindy Dreyer, co-host of What Matters, a former TV personality, a current author, and an all-around awesome person. And as I always say around this time, this is my least favorite part because it means shortly we must say bye to the wonderful Mindy. But we do have one more segment with her and we kind of want to talk a little bit about you know how the the pandemic has affected her and kind of what the future holds and you know Mindy we were last time we were kind of talking about how you really put family first and focused on all that stuff and I find it really interesting because I'm a new father relatively new I have a son who's about 16 months old right now and you know as horrible as all the pandemic stuff has been like it is kind of hard to understate how thankful I am for the time I am I have been able to spend with him I mean it's like it's 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 really been wonderful to be here for these early early parts of his life and doing stuff and there's there's always the good with the bad you know what i mean absolutely and you know what adam don't ever lose don't ever lose track of that um that is the one positive thing that has come out of covid and this pandemic is that I hate to say we were forced because we should never be forced to spend time with the people who matter the most to us, but we really were. We were, you know, for a while there in lockdown with our families. And I think that we learned a lot with each other and for each other and from each other because you can't get those times back. There's nothing that's nothing that's more important than that. And then there were, there were also the times where, okay, we're allowed outside. You can go, and walk through the park. You can go and just observe nature. And I think the big picture is, man, sometimes life gets so busy and so crazy and hectic that we really do just need to stop and slow down and appreciate really what is so important in our lives, whether it's nature or whether it's spending time with each other. And and getting off the phones, my gosh, that is just, (laughs) that's a, such a thing anymore with with everybody everybody's looking down hardly anybody looks up and around them anymore because they're so focused onto their devices and it's it's sad to me it really is yeah and you know i think one of the 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 things about us too is as you know as a as a people as humans i think we always think that we'll have more time like it's like you know we'll have more time to hang out later once i'm finished with this project or i finish this whole thing but you really don't know when things are going to be over, when things are going to happen or what's going to happen. And I think that's why, like what you said, it's so important to take advantage of what you have in the here and now, because nobody knows what the future holds. And I think it's unfortunate that it had to be this way, but it, it is nice that there are, there were times where you're like, you know what, it's time to focus on family and yourself and do stuff too, when it's sometimes harder otherwise. Couldn't agree more. Absolutely. My mom is going to be 90 here in November, and she's a five-time sarcoma survivor. Back in January, at 89 years old, she had her arm amputated. And I see what a fighter she is. And I see that her whole life has been living for others. And I am so blessed that I live five minutes from her. And if I'm not with my husband and my kids and my dogs, I'm with her. You know, that's the one thing that I will always carry on is how much she taught us about the importance of family. There's nothing, there's nothing that's more important. And I know you you have to be in the business world too, because you have to make a means, you have to make a living, you have to do that. But I just don't want people to forget about what's truly important as well. And at the end of the day, seriously, who has ever said, you know what? I wish I would have spent more time at work. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Nobody. You know, No, actually, I I came back to work. I I was, as you know, Mindy, I was in Florida, and uh, COVID hit. I 
realized that I, you know, I couldn't leave my, uh, my daughter, you know, uh, Adam's wife here with a newborn and running, you know, a number of businesses because, you know, I am a crazy person with all kinds of businesses and I just realized, and, and you know what, it was very fortunate. Uh, so you're right, it, you know, a lot of, a lot of negatives, but I think the positive is I've got this, I'm getting to spend time with uh, my family. And, uh, and Ron, you'll never forget that time ever. And I think no. the secret to any successful business person or family person, you have to find a balance. You have to find a way to balance everything that's going on in your life, whether you're a writer, a TV personality, owning your own company, whatever it is, you have to find balance because balance, because if you're doing too much of one thing, you're leaving behind the rest and you can't do that. I couldn't that. have said it better myself. I, that's what kind of happened from about April till about two or three weeks ago, I was consumed by, you know, a lot of the businesses and things like that. And now I've realized that I got to take a step back and kind of reset uh, my priorities. And you're right. I think it's important that uh, people do that. And now is, you know, unfortunately, we're going through uh, a second phase here and, you know, people are just worn out. I mean, I, I see it. In fact, I'm, I, we're going to talk about it on your show here uh, this week of what companies and people are going through right now. But uh, from your perspective, you know, you, you, unfortunately, you have a, a high schooler and you have a son that's uh, in the working world and, you know, you're around your family and, I know, you know, and you have a fantastic show. So, you know, we all, I, I feel fortunate. I'm sure you do as well. I, but, but let me tell you something. My kids drive me crazy too. Uh, there's no doubt about it. As much <laughs> as we're around each other, whoo, they're 18 and 19. And I seriously liked them better when they were eight and nine years old. But you have to take the good with the bad. And I enjoy everything that, that they do. It's just, it's hard. Parenting is hard. You know, hopefully next year at this time, um, my son will be, the gap year will be over. He took the gap year, is going to go to Otterbein and play baseball there and get into engineering. But with COVID, he decided to take the year off and, and work hard. And I appreciate that he's doing that. I think he's learning a lot about life. So hopefully next year, I'll be watching him play baseball for Otterbein. And then my daughter is committed to play softball for The Ohio State University. Hey. So those games are going to continue. You know, all those <laughs> years of, of travel ball and, and giving up my life for theirs, it's, it's going to be worth it because now I get, I get more years of watching them do what they love to do. I love it. That's so fantastic. And I think it's super important to look forward, to look to the future and the good times. And, you know, unfortunately we are at the end of our show. So I do kind of want to give you a chance, like what can people look forward to from Mindy Dreyer? And also how can they, you know, keep in touch with you and listen to your show and all that great stuff? Oh, well, thank you for that opportunity. I love when people reach out. Obviously, I'm on Facebook. I have a couple different Mindy Dreyer pages on Facebook. I'm on Twitter and mdreyer1 on Instagram. Like everybody's so, uh, if you're not on social media, you're, you're out of the, the world these days. It's, sometimes it's, <laughs> it's, it's mind-boggling. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Sometimes it's, the, it's an evil thing, too. But it's, it's a good thing to get the word out. And then, of course, what matters is every Sunday from four to six. And again, we're so appreciative that the Basement Doctor is our title sponsor and that Ron comes on or Betsy comes on. You know, once a month, we have representatives from the Basement Doctor and other outstanding guests as well. And you just you learn from one another. 
on the What Matters show. I'm not sure what's gonna, what the future is going to hold. I'm just going to keep enjoying my family, enjoy my mom for as long as I can because she's such a huge part of my life. I think she's really responsible for the person who I am today. Yeah. So, uh, you know, you never know. You're 90 years old and she has sarcoma and you're, you're thankful every day that your loved ones are still with you. So I'm not sure about my immediate future. I really just try to live for, for the day, live for the present. I think it's a great message. Just, you know, like I said, look around you, look at what the loved ones you have around you, take advantage of those moments because you never know what the future will hold and just plan for the future with those people you love. And I think that's called a success. So, you know, Mindy, once again, yeah, Mindy, thank you. Mindy, thank you so much, Ron. Thank you so much. And, you know, Mindy, we'll definitely have you back on in the future, but yeah, you know, she took, she took my place as the pretty face this week. (laughs) We'll allow it. We can, we can have it for one. week. (laughs) Never, never, never. But yes, uh, of course, Mindy, we'll have you back on soon. And thank you for sharing your stories. And all you listeners out there, thank you for joining us once again on Grow Like a Pro on 610 WTVN. And we look forward to coming back next week with another awesome guest, another new show, and more great stories. So until then, hope you have a great day and or night, and we will see you next week. 